With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, made it to a Thursday. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. A lot of topics to dive into. Warriors roll the Mavericks. Luka held to 20. Celtics heat game two coming up tonight. Lightning Panthers, Blues Avalanche. We had a shootout last night. Calgary and the Oilers, 9-6 final. The PGA Championship is off and running. Bryson DeChambeau will not be playing in the PGA Championship. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question, play of the day. Stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com. we got some T-shirts there. we got a couple of Marvin-inspired T-shirts. And Fifth Times a Charm T-shirt, only available until next week with the Sports Emmys, a uh, special Father's Day edition T-shirt. So a lot of great stuff at danpatrick.com. Let's start with the NBA last night. And it's not very often that a team has a uh, quality team, depth-wise and superstars on the same team. Normally when you sign these max deals, the bench suffers. And uh, during the regular season, Golden State reminded everybody that They have depth. They have star power. The Warriors pummeled the Mavs last night. Golden State had seven players in double figures. And the team played great defense on Luka Doncic. They had countless bodies to throw at him. Luka would finish with just 20. But uh, it's not a death sentence for Dallas. We've seen Dallas here before. They climbed out of a 2-0 series deficit against the number one seeded Suns. But the Warriors are a different animal. That's why I picked them to win it all at the start of the year. Clay Thompson coming back, Draymond Green healthy, still had Steph Curry, and you had a lot of depth, and you have the veteran leadership with Steve Kerr. If uh, Dallas can't find an answer to slow down Golden State's second unit, then it puts even more weight on Luka's shoulders. And everybody was talking about the defense last night by uh, Alan Wiggins. Here is uh, Steve Kerr talking about playing defense on Luka. I thought Wiggs was fantastic. Um, you know, uh, Doncic is as difficult a cover as there is in this league, and uh, we just asked Wiggs to, you know, to try to hound him and, you know, guard him as, as best as he could, stay in front and uh, try to keep the pressure on him, and he did, uh, he did a fantastic job. Andrew Wiggins, 
I uh, referred to Alan Wiggins of the San Diego Padres there. Here's Clay Thompson talking about Wiggins' defense on Luka. I mean, Andrew was incredible tonight. I can't say enough good things about him. He makes my job so much easier. I don't have to check the best player every night and again, especially for what I've been through. It's a nice change of pace, but he um, just doesn't seem to get tired, and his outside shot is also greatly improved, and he's just coming on his own. And then you had Luka being asked about that defense. Luca, what do you think about uh, the, the job they did against you defensively, both Wiggins individually and then the different looks that they threw at you? A great job. That's it. That's all i got to say. They did a great job. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. Played great defense, and this is the key. They have a lot of bodies. That's why when, you know, I, I know Draymond Green is a decorated defensive player. I think he won the award three times. But when you say you're the greatest defensive player of all time and you don't even guard Luka in this series, eh, I got some doubts about that. You're the greatest defensive player of all time. Hey, uh, Andrew, can you guard Luka? I have a problem with that. You're not the greatest defensive player of all time. Are you in the conversation? Yeah, I guess. I mean, Akeem Olajuwon, to me, is the greatest defensive player in the modern era, not even close. Akeem is the best. But you want to throw in some of these other players? Rodman was fascinating when he played for the Pistons. When he played for the Bulls, he wasn't as much of a defensive stomper. He was a guy who understand, I could have funky hair colors, go out with Madonna, and, you know, get 15 rebounds every single night. But he was a lockdown defender when he played for the Pistons. I was just surprised that uh, Draymond Green guarded Luka twice last night. For the greatest defensive player of all time, he wasn't guarding, guarding him uh, last time. Also, we're sort of getting reintroduced to the Golden State Warriors, and this is what you have to understand about our business. You want to talk about the teams that are going to get clicks. You want to play the hits. You want to have drama. I, we probably spent more collectively in this business talking about the Lakers and the Nets than every other team combined this past season. And we knew the Lakers weren't very good, but you're going to get clicks. People are going to go, wait, what are they saying about the Lakers? And then with Brooklyn, there was a lot of drama there. Spent a lot of time talking about them. That's why nobody talked about the Miami Heat. Miami Heat had the best record in the East the entire year. Well, there's no drama in Miami. Therefore, nobody's going to talk about them. So now you're getting all of these coming out party verbal bouquets for Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, this is what they do. This is who they are. There's just nothing interesting there. Nobody nobody talked about them. Eric Spolstra, uh, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, you know, even without Kyle Lowry not playing. They just weren't interesting. They're good, not interesting. People in the business play the hits, and I understand that. But I think you got to be fair to the stories that are going to matter. Golden State. Okay, what do they have? Yeah, okay, we've seen Steph, and all right, Clay's coming back. But you're not talking about Otto Porter Jr. or Jordan Poole or Wiggins. You're just not. Steve Kerr, no drama there. And that's why now it feels like you're hearing the analysts go, hey, Golden State, they got a deep team. They've had a deep team the entire year if you cared about Golden State. Miami, wow. They could go to the Eastern Conference. They could go to the NBA Finals again. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a surprise what they're doing or how they're doing it. It's just people didn't want to focus on these other stories. They weren't interesting. And that's why they didn't talk about Miami. They didn't talk about Golden State. But they are now because they have to. Yeah, Paul. I love that both Miami and the Golden State have a young star-ish player who's comfortable coming off the bench and getting his shots. Like Tyler Hero felt like he was on his way to stardom a year and a half ago in the bubble. And it, it, it's not like it cooled off, but he, 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 he's on the bench. He still comes off the bench. But when he's in, it's his offense. Jordan Poole, who is, you know, the third or fourth best shooter on the team, when he gets, he gets that second unit all to himself, he's averaging 18 points a game this year. Well, Wiggins is a former All-Star. I mean, they have talent there. It's just you have to watch the game. Uh, James Wiseman's been a disappointment. But you got Steve Kerr, who's been there before. I mean, this is an impressive Golden State team. Clay Thompson is not Clay Thompson of old. Uh, he didn't score until the second half. Um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have that 
burst. He doesn't, they're, they, you know, he's still coming back from a, dev, you know, a couple of devastating injuries. But you still have Steph Curry there and Draymond, and you've got depth. This is about the younger players that you have, and that's the difference for me. They have star power. You have a Hall of Fame coach, but you have depth, and depth is so important. Certainly when you're going to play against Luka and your defense and your bodies, you're going to throw at him. And if you do have an injury, James Wiseman was, what, the second pick overall a couple of years ago? Not even playing. They have depth. That's important. Some of these other teams don't. Um, You know, Boston has depth. Miami has depth. Dallas has a balanced team. I don't know if you'd consider it depth, but... It's important this time of the year. But I I find it interesting when uh, Jay Williams, the uh, former NBA player analyst for the Mothership, said, oh, we've done a disservice to Miami. We haven't been talking about them. Your network hasn't because nobody cared about the Miami Heat. They may not care about the Miami Heat, but they should because they're in the Eastern Conference Finals and up one game to none. Game two coming up tonight. Marv? How impressive is it that the Warriors have been able to keep these three together for as long as they have. There's no way I thought this would go past, you know, four years. Well, I think Draymond understands that he's going to the Hall of Fame because he's been with Golden State. He's stayed with Golden State. He's relevant. If he played for another team, if he was in Atlanta, Orlando, nobody would care. Houston, nobody would care. He's relevant there. Yes, Eden. Clay always seems to be the one most likely to leave. Yeah, but I think because of the injuries, he can't. Yeah. I thought the Lakers might try to get him a couple of years ago, but the injuries, so he's going to stay. Steph is staying. Uh, Steve Kerr still wanting to coach. I mean, this is a big deal because this was, oh, without Kevin Durant, oh, let's see if Steph Curry can carry a team again. Well, he's not carrying a team, but it is his team, and that would be really big for Steph Curry's legacy. If he won a title after Kevin Durant left. By the way, did you see what Shaq put out? He said uh, things that Kevin Durant's accomplished since leaving Golden State, and they put one, two, three, and they were they were blank, and then he put the end. I'm thinking, where did that come from? It was like from, you know, came off the, the turnbuckle there. I mean, he's coming down on him there. So I don't know what he was saying. I don't know if Durant said something about Shaq, but it was like, what's he accomplished since he left Golden State? Uh, one, two, three, zero, zero, nothing, nothing, nothing. The end. Yeah, Seton. My guess is it's because Kevin Durant left Shaq off of his which centers from the 90s would be in the MVP conversation <laughs> if they yeah. played in today's NBA. He didn't have Shaq on that, so that would be my guess. I love these petty arguments that these guys have. Yeah, Marv. Did you see the great debate with Charles Barkley last night on TNT? Oh, I know you would have loved it. And when I mean love, you would have hated it. Because <laughs> it, was, it was Chuck, uh, Jackie McMullen, Renee, Montgomery, Renee Montgomery, and Spike Lee talking about, you know, who's the greatest player ever. And I wanted to email you. Oh, no, no. Just like happy birthday. I forgot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, DP would hate this so much. Uh, did they surprise anybody? With no, the- not one bit. No, not one bit. Yeah. But it was just good to argue. And I was like, you know what? This is a good segment that you would hate. So greatest player ever is? Michael Jordan. Yeah. Come on, you're supposed to say something like Kareem. Well, why, why don't you have the most overrated player? or Like, like have something that Ooh. has a debate to it. Not, hey, and the greatest player of all time is Michael Jordan. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Is that your Shaq impression? Yeah, when somebody else is talking, like Charles oh, will yeah. be talking, and he'll be like, that's what I said, you got to come. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true, Chuck. That's not true. That's not true. There are times when, you know, TNT, that they talk over each other, and it is bad TV. Nope, that's not true, Chuck. Because they just, start, they just start yelling at each other. And I'm going, this is terrible. <laughs> terrible. And then you're going to see Ernie is just sitting there going, I got no control over this. Shaq's over in this corner. You got Chuck over here. Kenny will say something just to get involved in the conversation. Yeah, Paulie. That's true. They do sometimes talk over each other, but they also have tense segments where it feels like it's getting a little personal. There was a little bit of that last night. Yeah. It happens four or five times a year. And you know what I love that they don't do? You know what? Let's go to commercial break. Getting a little hot in here. That's what we want on TV, a little actual tension and stuff like this. And Ernie Johnson knows how to stir it, calm it down a hair, but also not like 
throw a cold bucket of water on it and go to break. And there's too many shows out there. As soon as it gets tense, like, guys, let's calm down. And and that's bad TV. Let's, yes, Todd. And Ernie does seem genuinely uncomfortable at times. Like, you know, how did we go from this playful debate on this team or player to, like, you guys are, like, getting really angry with each other? Yeah. Yeah, see. It always ends with, that's why you ain't got no rings, Chuck. <laughs> and then Ernie throws the break. A Shaq goes scoreboard, then that's usually the How end. How many rings you got, Chuck? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> with prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your back. With cash back, use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards limitation supply. We'll talk about what's going on with name, image, and likeness. All the grown-ups in the sandbox now, and they're not happy. Nick Saban, underdog, question mark? Oh, my God. How did, how did they not see this coming? How did they not see this coming? Oh, my gosh. Could somebody be corrupt? Could somebody be paying players? Could they be doing it illegally? While under the banner of name, image, and likeness? Not in the SEC. No, of course not. Nick Saban wants parody. Does he really? He hasn't done very good. He hasn't done a good job prior to this with parody in college football. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, 
fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. We were just talking during the break. I don't know why Nick Saban would open this up. I know that it was a home game in Birmingham with local businessmen and you, you know, they're going to react to you. They're going to be on your side. And, you know, it felt like an, oh, woe is me. How are we going to compete here? And he talked about he wanted parody. Well, this is a good way to get parody if you let people, these other schools and boosters pay money to these players. Now you're seeing tweets from former players talking about how players got paid what they got paid, we're just opening the door here. I mean, they've been paid. It's just how did you pay them? How did you get around the NCAA? When the NCAA actually used to be the NCAA. Now, this is a loophole that Texas A&M took advantage of. I don't know what you do to close it. That's why we bring in Pat Forty. Covers the sport for Sports Illustrated. Um, let me play the Nick Saban clip, the first one here, Pat, and then I'll get your reaction to it. We were second in recruiting last year. AM was first. AM bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and like. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. What does he mean? What is he, what, what's the message he wants out there? Well, I, I think two things. The operative phrase is there we were second. Nick Saban doesn't like being second. He was beaten in recruiting. That's what this basically boils down to. I think it's more that than a matter of principle here. He's a competitive guy and saw somebody take advantage of the new landscape uh, to to uh, his own detriment. Now, what is the second part of the, of the equation there, and I, he's a smart, calculating guy, might be a message to the Alabama boosters. Hey, I know. we got to step it up here. <laughs> You know, our NIL efforts are lacking compared to others. And I think Alabama has been a little more slow into that space, perhaps thinking we don't need to. We're Alabama. We're still going to get guys. But when you finish second in recruiting and you're Nick Saban, it takes on a greater sense of urgency. Is Nick Saban saying that they have never paid a player to go to (laughs) Alabama? Like, I want SEC Media Day to be lie detector test. Everybody sits down. Let's just talk about your recruiting. How do you well, think these you, coaches would do? We uh, SEC spring meetings start in, I think, 12 days. And one of the first items of business is a football coaches meeting. So I'd love to be in there to see Jimbo and, uh, <laughs> and Nick hash that one out. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, look, that I think we all know the underground economy was humming along for decades. Players were getting paid. We just didn't know who and how much. Now we have a better idea of what the compensation levels are like above board and yeah if if you had the best recruiting classes forever it stands to reason that those players were getting paid now alabama obviously has the ultimate uh recruiting incentive which is the best pipeline to the nfl but that's not all i mean let's i think be realistic about where players were going and why they were making some school choice but also if i'm a player coming out of college and alabama recruits me chances are i won't start right away and i could go someplace else get name, image, and likeness money. Let's say I go to Miami or Pittsburgh or throw out any of these schools. I could go get paid, play for two years, put myself back on the market, and then maybe nobody has a better transfer portal uh, results than Alabama does. I mean, they got three players, I think, this year that will play in the NFL through transfer portal. So I could do that and then get paid when I get there if, if I'm believing what Nick Saban is saying, we don't entice you out of high school. 
Sure. I mean, like, yeah, you could, you could certainly play the system that way. There's no doubt about it that you can get paid on the front end. And then if Alabama is going to continue to do things this way of, well, when you become a starter, you become a star, then you'll start to see the benefits. Yeah. You can get it both ways. You could get it somewhere else that's going to pay you to come in to sign a letter of intent and show up. And then you could transfer to Alabama if you're good enough uh, and get paid there and then have that pipeline to the NFL. So sure. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing players that are working the system. Uh, I, I'm impressed, really, yeah. by some of the ways players who now are having agents uh, are are exploiting what the system is now allowing them to get. If you're Jimbo Fisher, what's your reaction today? Well, it's interesting because he's already reacted a couple of times since people started taking shots at their number one recruiting class. And you know, one of the things was, you know, have you been to our campus? Have you been to a game here? Have you gotten seen the education and the 12th man in the Aggie <laughs> network? It's like, you know, College Station is 90 minutes from anywhere, surrounded by tumbleweeds, bathed in everything's beige. I, I don't know whether you're getting guys from Philadelphia and Scottsdale, Arizona, that are in this class based on those things. So I, it's just funny to me that coaches, even now that they're allowed to say yes, we are offering incentives to these players. They can't bring themselves to say it. They're so accustomed to, no, no, they're coming here because we work hard and yeah. because we're going to develop them. It's just kind of funny. So we'll probably get another round of that from Jimbo here. Yeah, if I'm a coach, I just go, yeah, we pay our players. We pay them really, really well. Come on in. We're open for business. Yes, Paulie. Uh, A&M has called media availability with Coach Jimbo Fisher at 11 a.m. Eastern today. Oh, just came in. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, here's Nick Saban calling out Deion Sanders and Jackson State. There are rules, just like Nate said. We have a rule right now that says you cannot use name, image, and likeness to entice a player to come to your school. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good Division I player to come to school. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. Okay. Why bring Dion into this? I thought they were buddies in the Affleck commercial. Right, I know. The next photo or next commercial shoot's going to be a little little tense. But uh, you know, that I don't know. That's interesting. Other than, I mean, I do think there's an element of Nick Saban, like I'm 70 years old and I can say whatever the heck I want. <laughs> I, you know, I think there's something to that. I, now, the, the one, he's, he's short on, on substance here. He's short on facts and figures. Like, are we sure that, that, that he was paid a million dollars? I don't know. These are fairly bold statements. I think that, that was surely assumed in a lot of areas, but uh, Nick Saban went there with a degree of specificity that uh, that could have some blowback. As you said, Jimbo's going to talk here in, I guess, about a half hour, and and Dion on Twitter has promised that he will address the lies by Coach Saban. You lose the national championship to Georgia. You lose the recruiting class you know, to Texas A&M. I mean, it's not the end of the world for Alabama. Nick wants parity. He said that he's hoping for parity. He's the reason why they, we haven't had parity in college football. How is he going to provide parity for college football? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, yes. The biggest reason we don't have parity today is because Nick Saban has dominated the sport for 13 years now. And they'll be number one to start this year. They yeah. should win it again this year. Uh, I think now the parity comments now start to make a little more sense to me in that I think he's thinking – parity in terms of we're all offering things under the same guise basically of we can we we can offer whatever we want but not until you get to college parity that sort of parity i think it was as opposed to a recruiting parity where hey we're going to offer you 800,000 to sign right now whereas this other school is not i think that's what he wants is more of an even application of what NIL is supposed to be that, that's my guess, my interpretation of what he was saying there, because at the time it made no sense what he was talking about. But also the enticement. We're talking to Pat Forty from uh, Sports Illustrated. The enticement. I, I can entice you. I don't have to give you something up front, but you do know, wink, wink, if you go to Alabama, that we will, give, we will take care of you. So it's semantics to me. Maybe it's not up front. Maybe it's not out you know, on a billboard. But when you get here, we're going to take care of you. I mean, these are grown-ups who are embarrassing themselves with the way they act and what they say and how they say it. It feels like, you know, the, the players, the athletes are the grown-ups. They're like, uh, all right, you guys created this. Uh, we're going to take advantage of it. We're going to outsmart you at your own game. 
Yeah, no, I and I agree. I mean, it is a very thin line between what you can, what's being offered up front, and what you will inevitably get. I mean, Bryce Young had a podcast uh, before he had started a game at Alabama, and, and Nick Saban said last summer before he had started a game that he was getting about seven figures. Yeah. So, you know, they, it's not like you can't get paid at Alabama if you go there. Uh, so, I, I agree that what this basically, I think, boils down to. Nobody can get their arms around exactly what NIL should be, is supposed to be, what we want it to be, <clears throat> and if there's just going to be a lot of infighting and arguing about it until we come up with a solution. And frankly, I don't know what the solution is. I mean, the NCAA can't enforce its own rules, so if you're sitting around waiting for them to create a level playing field, good luck. Can you create your own rules in your own conference? Let's say the SEC says, we have our own rules here or the Pac-12, or the Big Ten? Like, can you just kind of secede from the NCAA and say, we're going to govern our own league, and this is what we're going to allow or not allow? Uh, we're heading to that, no doubt. Uh, the, the NCAA Transformation Committee, which has been meeting for months, I think they have an August 1st deadline to produce their recommendations, and I think that's going to be one of the recommendations. Is basically conferences can almost – uh, kind of govern themselves, and part of that will be what are the rules, what's the rules compliance. Now, uh, rules enforcement among conferences, well, they tried that before in the old days. People had conferences tried to be their own rule enforcers. It didn't work. <laughs> nobody really wanted that in their best interests. We don't, nobody, the SEC does not want to have somebody turn in Alabama and say, Alabama's <laughs> cheating, and then say, oh, we better go bust Alabama. They don't want that. I mean, so, you know, I, I, I don't think it'll be very effective, but I think it'll get some of the onus off of an ineffective NCAA and start handing things out to the individual leagues to do what they want. Uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you, Pat. Great to talk to you. My pleasure, Dan. Thank you. That's Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated. Uh, Jimbo Fisher in uh, less than 30 minutes. Does he mention Nick Saban by name? <laughs> Yes, Paul. He's doing it at Kyle Field down at AM. They should get the yell leaders. They should get like the cheerleaders out there. The twelfth man yeah. out there. Get going. Yeah, this is why you go to AM because of this. And this. And a few of those. Yes, yeah, more. Does Texas does Texas AM have the most tradition with the least amount of results? I'm distancing myself wow. from that. That's a <laughs> shot by Mark. Let's go, Mark. When I when I was young and Texas AM would be on. And they would have the twelfth man, and they'd have all the guys in their uh, military uniforms, yeah. and they'd have all their chants and all that. <laughs> I thought they were Ohio State, Bama, and I look up, and like an encyclopedia. This is how long ago it was, and it was like a national title in nineteen twenty nine <laughs> with with red red rover or <laughs> red rover, red grange or tomato tomato. Bear Bryant used to be there. Yes, Paul. I see what Marvin's saying. I, I've been to Kyle Field and AM before, and there is a lot of tradition. There's a lot of energy. The results are not always there. They've had, you know, a bunch of eleven win seasons here and there, but it's like once a decade. They don't they don't usually compete for the national title. That's really what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they better now. <laughs> you know, if you're spending all that money, that's you know, there's so many different side stories to this. Let's say a businessman pays somebody a million dollars, and then that kid gets to school, and he's not good. Then what happens? Like, you then not have an aim, image, and likeness contract with him? Yes, he. What happened to the, say, two years ago, the instead of a million dollars, the $400,000 they gave the kid, and the kid didn't work out? Well, they Oops, probably didn't have investment. They, Sorry. <laughs> they didn't have a contract in place. Yeah. Now you can have a contract. You could say, all right, I got you under contract for the next four years. And these are the bonuses you get. You make uh, all conference. You make all American. You win the Heisman. These yeah. are all the, the risks of investment, right? <laughs> You're investing in these stocks. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. There's some crypto out there. Ew. Yes, Paulie. Remember the scene in the movie Blue Chips? That's exactly that. Penny Hardaway's character was the guard, Butch McRae. He makes a deal where his mom gets a job and a house to go to what, Western University. Mm -hmm. Love Western, the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And after a couple a month there in practice, he realizes he doesn't like the offense. He wants to transfer. And the coach calls the booster, and he comes back in the room and tells Penny Hardaway's character, you better be at practice tomorrow because otherwise mom loses the job and house. Ooh. That's a scene in the movie. Mm. 
Uh, did Tiger birdie another hole here? Is he two under, I think? Yeah, Tiger's two under after five. It's over. He's winning. Rory, three under. It's over. He's winning. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like nice weather. Nice little breeze there. That's uh, It's supposed to be pretty hot there in the afternoon. I've never played that course, but uh, I don't I, I don't know if I've been to Tulsa. But I hear great things about that course, but I I have not I've not been there. But that that's held the PGA Championship, I think, more than any other course. Course. Uh, let's see. Uh, Todd in North Carolina. Hi, Todd. What's on your mind today? Hey, I was just going to comment about uh, something you talked about in the last segment, not to give Fritzy any more ammunition, but. I don't know if you remember back in 2019, John Daly got an exemption from the PGA. It was at Kiowa that year to, to use a golf cart, and he ended up getting stuck in one of the sand uh, <laughs> afterwards, and a bunch of fans come out, and yep. they, like, push him out. And you can see pictures on Google. He's sitting there smoking some heaters while they're trying to push him out, and maybe some guy brings him a martini or something. I don't know. He's probably got a cooler on that cart because he'll go through those diet sodas, man. He'll go through a ton in the in the course of a round. But uh and having played a round of golf with him, like John would would have those diet sodas. He'd have his heaters and his diet sodas. And uh he had a uh, Arkansas Razorback logo on his golf ball. I remember seeing that. As as I walked to his ball that was like seventy five yards further than mine, and I went, Oh, Wow, nice drive, John. I looked down at his Arkansas Razorback. You see his son has a Hooter deal, name, image, and likeness. His son is a golfer at, I think, Arkansas. He's got a name, image, and likeness deal with Hooters. What could go wrong? Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Hey, Mike check. Check, check, check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. 
It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Golden State Warriors roughed up the Mavs last night. Steph Curry had a game-high 12 rebounds. (laughs) I'm going to guess there's probably a a prop bet where who would have more rebounds, Steph Curry or Luka? He had 12 rebounds last night. And, And it was a balanced attack there. Now, there was a story that the Dallas Mavericks had to refute that came out the day before the game. And, and that was, uh, it came out the morning of the game, and it was a picture of Luca with a teammate having a beer in San Francisco. And the, given the headlines attached to it, you would have thought it was the day of the game, Luca's having lunch, and he's drinking a beer. But they didn't look at the time stamp on it, and it was 9.30 in the morning local time, and uh, turns out that Luca wasn't having a beer you know, yesterday before the game, he was having one the day before. But, you know, Mavericks had to answer to this. Was Luca having a beer, you know, on the day of the game? And uh, they said no. The day before in San Francisco had a beer with one of his teammates. Yes, Paul? It was really silly, Dan, because when the random person posted this on Twitter yesterday, people who should know better in the media were like, wow, was Luca having a beer hours before yeah. the first game? When it's clearly nine in the morning, and uh, some some websites are still treating it like you know, leading up to game one, Luca's out having beers, plural. But you also had some very questionable headline headlines attached to this that they didn't make it seem like he had it the day before. They were made, prior to the game, leading up to the game. It's like okay, the day before the game, I guess that's leading up to the game. You know, technically. But they made it seem like that he was drinking before the game. Uh, but Golden State ended up uh, picking up the win. You got game two Celtics at the Heat coming up tonight. A um, couple of phone calls in here. The hits keep happening. The quotes from Jimbo Fisher, his press conference going after Nick Saban. It is on. Jimbo Fisher says, what's funny is in that talk right before he said, that about us, Texas A&M, wasn't he soliciting funds from the crowd? Amazing, isn't it? Question mark. (laughs) You know, this happens when you get in front of boosters. He wouldn't say something like that on this show or if he was on ESPN or, you know, some other outlet. But when you're in there, it's almost like, you know, you're in the, uh, the football womb you know, you're, you're, it's comforting. It's a pep rally. you got friendly fire here. Everybody's on your side. Hey, coach, you know, second best recruiting class. You know, what are we going to be? What do you expect? I mean, they're still going to be the number one team in the country this year and the favorites to win the national championship. Yes, he. How often do we see it when there's like a political candidate in with all of their donors at a very private event? 
and they're soliciting money, and they're like, and that's why we're going to kill all the puppies in the world. And then it gets out, and they're like, whoa, what the heck? I thought this was private. And that's what it felt like. Because Coach Saban, I don't know if if anybody kind of spurred him on to talk about name, image, and likeness and what A&M is doing, what Dion did, uh, University of Miami did. Yes, he did. The only thing that was missing, and I wish somebody had just slid a podium out there in front of him so we could start. <laughs> and that's why Jimbo is doing the thing. <laughs> I don't know what benefit this is other than to say to your boosters, you know, we need to do the same thing. I, I, I don't know. You know, you're saying A&M had to cheat to beat us. Hey, that's the only reason why we had the second best recruiting class. Okay, A&M is not cheating. They're taking advantage of a loophole. And if Coach Saban had said that, hey, they're taking advantage of a loophole. We don't take advantage of that loophole. But then I would say, well, why aren't we? Now, you, you don't want to entice any players to come here, but when you get here, you get a name, image, and likeness deal. I would say, Coach, how about we start it before they get here? Or we make it seem like we're not doing it before they get here, but they do know they're going to get one when they get here. Yeah, Paul. You're in a room full of millionaire Alabama boosters in Birmingham. Hey, Coach, you could have just called us. We, yeah. we would have got in early. We'd, we'd get in line. We paid $10,000 to eat chicken and rice tonight. That's where you have the greeting line at a wedding. You know, you just have the boosters walk up to Nick. Hey, coach, just want to shake your hand. And then all of a sudden there's an envelope in there for a check for a million dollars. Hey, that should get me a wide receiver. Uh, can I get a linebacker and a, a safety for that, coach? I just gave you a million. Hey, there's for uh, our next quarterback here. Yeah, Mark. Is he upset that it's Texas A&M and not one of like the usual powers like a Clemson or Ohio State? I don't know if it was if let's say it was somebody else. Let's say Auburn had the number one recruiting class. How would he react to that? Because they lost at Texas A and M last year, and things are a little frosty there with uh, Jimbo, who used to work for Coach Saban. Yes, yes. Quote from Jimbo: Some people think they're God. Go go dig into how God did his deal. You may find out a lot of things you didn't know about. We build him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody he's ever coached with him. Well, that's when I would say, uh, Coach, care to explain? <laughs> I mean, you were on his staff. How did you get players for Coach Saban? Holy like, like, if we're opening this up, then I would go, uh, Jimbo, you were on his staff. How did you guys get players illegally? Why did he do this? I don't, I don't know why. Why are, they, why are they doing this? Well, okay, this is where this plays locally really, really well. Man, did you hear what Coach uh, Fisher said about saving went after him? Yeah, that's what we want with our coach. That just opens up a few more doors for me to go, all right, Jimbo, you were on his staff. How did Coach get away with paying players? Oh, I don't know. Well, wait, you just said dig into his past. You're part of his past. And even with Coach Saban, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Here's how Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M head coach, opened up his press conference responding to Nick Saban's comments last night in Birmingham. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. They broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. And it's ridiculous But when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, Go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. 
Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. All righty. All righty. Let's move to September. Let's yes. cancel summer. No, we got to get to October oh. when they face each other. <laughs> Woo. SEC Media Day is when in August, Paulie? It should be SEC Media Week, uh, July 18th through 21st oh, down in Atlanta. Yeah. We got to go. Yes, he. How long do you think they allow, the, like, Alabama and Texas A&M allow this spar to go on before somebody's like, well, why don't we just say we call, talk to each other, made nice, and nothing to see here? Okay, if you're Greg Sankey and you're the commissioner of the SEC, do you want to put this to bed? Well, I think you do. I don't know. Uh... I mean, I... Yes, Todd. Do you do a Coach K if you're Greg Sankey? Now stop that. Cut it out. <laughs> We're not going to do this. This is not part of the program. Jimbo Fisher said that Nick Saban called, and he said, uh, didn't answer. We're done. He shows you who he is. He's the greatest ever. Huh? Question mark. I just don't know what Nick Saban was hoping to accomplish. Hey, um, we should be number one, but they paid all their players. But then it sounds like you're saying to your boosters, we need to do the same thing. But we don't do that. But if we do do that, then we're going to be the number one team recruiting-wise. Yeah, Paul. One thing I'd like to know is if, if Jimbo Fisher just talks or anyone asks him questions, is he going to say that, no, we did not agree with any recruits before they joined our team, our program, of any NIL deals, either verbally or on paper, before they joined our program? If he says that, then that's that's – a direct contradiction with Nick Saban is saying. Yeah. I would like him to be asked that in specific, not just the yelling, screaming, he's a bad guy. Say, yes, we had no agreements with NIL with any incoming freshmen. Mm. Yeah, Marv. Actually, we have more Jimbo Fisher if you would like to hear it. Sure. Here you go. Uh, a couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Uh, oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. And, uh, he shows you who he is. And then I just wanted to. He's the greatest ever, huh? <laughs> and then I just wanted. When you to got make... all the advantages. <laughs> it's easy. And I just wanted to uh, just put it point blank. So no players in your. You're saying that no players in the state. There's no, no re- laws of anything any we ever or... promised, done anything that goes against the laws of the state of Texas, and it's insulting to say a 17-year-old in his family broke laws. No. I don't even know if he got his question out there. Wow. Uh, okay, Jimbo, so... I, I, he shows you who he is. Just wanted to uh, clarify... He's the greatest ever, huh? That's... <laughs> you know, sometimes you get so mad, and your your voice, like, you can't kind of yeah. keep it together. Did you, your heart's pounding out yes. of your chest. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Did, he, did, did uh, Jimbo Fisher just say we didn't break any laws in the state of Texas? They did not. They have college football laws in the state of Texas, I, NIL laws? I, I don't know. They uh, do have some different ones because high schoolers in Texas could get NIL yeah. first. I, I guess what he's saying is that we didn't entice any players with money up front, with name, image, and likeness. <laughs> you know, it's, is it possible? Maybe I'm misremembering this, but they... Didn't everybody sort of give people money up front until they were like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's not in the spirit of the rule and that there, it wasn't really enforced at first. And then they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not supposed to go like this. It's supposed to go like that. And now all of a sudden everything is sort of swung back the other way. This just shocks me that a, a, a person of the prominence of Nick Saban would lower himself to talk this way. Like, so What? Hey, they got the number one recruiting class, but this is about performance. This is about coaching. This is about tradition. That's why we are Alabama and they're Texas A&M. Like, you can send your shot there. Uh, you can even question their recruiting, as I think Nick Saban has done, and Jimbo Fisher got really sensitive about this. This is a while ago, I think. He was like, no, we recruit, and we got all these great facilities, and okay, so nobody has Jimbo ever, under orders from Nick Saban, 
done anything that would be nefarious. I mean, he, he says, just look, you know, for uh, who he is and what he's done. I, I, was, uh, I worked under Bobby Bowden. He did it the right way. But he also worked under Nick Saban, who he said didn't do it the right way. All right. You can tell us what he didn't do the right way here, Coach. I mean, you're doing the same thing. He's calling you out now. He's firing back at, at uh, Coach Saban. That's what I would say. All right. uh, why don't you tell us what you did under Coach Saban? Or somebody else did under Coach Saban. <laughs> yeah, Paul. If I'm uh, like the A&M offensive coordinator next year when you're at Alabama, you know they have those cards on the side with the pictures. Have a big money roll and then a thing of Tide next to it, like oh. roll Tide. Just troll the <laughs> hell out of them. Yeah. Picture, picture. Uh, Chris in South Carolina. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today? Uh, Chris, the non-truck driving Chris. Oh, okay. Uh, 510, 510, 190. Right. Um, so just calling in about this. I mean, Dan – We've known this has been going on in the past. You look at Ole Miss's recruiting class from a few years ago. I mean, they came out of nowhere. I mean, the stuff with uh, SMU back in the 80s. I mean, do you really think these dollar amounts now that are flowing around, being thrown around, are any different than what's really been going on for the last 40, 50 years in college sports? I think the money, the the actual value, the, the, uh, the size of these signing bonuses, whatever you want to call it, yes, that's changed. Because it feels like it used to be you got – handshakes. I remember uh, somebody at the University of Kentucky told me that uh, they would get $100 handshakes. After a game, $100 handshake. Booster would come up and say, hey, great game. Then I heard, you know, somebody got a car, brand new Mercedes. Okay. So those were just things that I was told. And then there's other schools where there were enticements, where guys, got, and most, I, I knew more of the basketball world than I did the football world. But it doesn't take long for me to find somebody who can help me with this. And I did. I reached out to a source and I said, you know, what do you make of Saban's comments? And he said, this goes back to Bear Bryant. Alabama, Texas A&M, learning how to cheat, how to pay. Uh, Alabama is very good when you get there to keep you there, is what I was told. Uh, nobody has benefited more probably from the transfer portal than Alabama. My source said they got three guys in the transfer portal who will be in the NFL one day. I, I, I can't feel sorry for Nick Saban. The old woe is me, and then he says he wants parity. If he wants parity, then he should be fine with this. Everybody gets to spend whatever they want to spend. Hell, you get somebody at BYU who's got a billion dollars who wants to you know pump up that program again. Like it's legal. Yeah, Seton? I just heard that Jimbo walking up to the podium was whistling. <laughs> Omar coming. Yeah, Jimbo, Jimbo coming. coming. Jimbo, Jimbo coming. coming. Jimbo coming. <laughs> and people just started scattering. Yeah, yeah, Paulie. The only way the only way today could get better is if Steve Spurrier came back to coach in the SEC. No, no, no. Lane Kiffin has something to <laughs> yeah. say today. He's up. He's due. Lane Kiffin's got to be going. When do when do I start my tweets? Do you think he's more excited right now or nervous? <laughs> Kiffin? Yeah. Uh, oh. I, I just have the feeling that there's a lot of people who are really enjoying this and a lot of people who are like, oh, crap. Yeah, because now all of a sudden you're going, uh, wait, let's talk about how you got your recruiting class. Hey, we didn't give anybody anything here. Coach, can you tell us about your time at Alabama with Nick Saban? <laughs> yeah. No, I, everything was above board. Yeah. I was... uh, Kirby, Kirby Smart, uh, Coach, <laughs> when you were an assistant at Coach, uh, what did he do that was illegal? <laughs> Jimbo Fisher said he did some uh, nefarious stuff. Uh, care to comment, Coach? Jimbo Fisher said we should talk to you, Coach. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell us about yeah. your time. Yes, Paul. The only people comfortable today is the Vandy Athletic staff. Yeah, yeah we're good. Yeah. Yeah. We're four and eight. We're yeah. good. You guys yeah. should be ashamed of yourselves. Yes. We took all of our money and uh, we we plowed it into a new library, yeah. a new medical wing. Yeah, Marv. Tomorrow, I apologize in advance to the Miami Heat fans and the Boston Celtics fans, but Lane Kiffin tomorrow oh, is joining think? us. You think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa. Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick or 
You can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite, the utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz. With hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin, it's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle is all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.